Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today podcast. What is going on and welcome to episode 15. As always, I am your host, J.P. Sticko. And I'm not sure where you all live, but down here in Charleston, South Carolina, it is hot as H-E double hockey stick. I walk outside and immediately, immediately need to change my t-shirt and underwear. It, It is ridiculous outside. I know a lot of us here, a lot of the East Coast, and even down south is getting a heat wave. Midwest getting a heat wave. It is ridiculous outside. So make sure you guys are hydrating. Stay safe. I just want to thank the good lordy that I am not currently going through training camp or anything like that because I don't know how I'd make it. I'd probably cramp immediately, fall down to the ground, cry, drink some pickle juice, eat some mustard, get back up, try to do it again, and immediately get sniped once again. But I am not. I am inside in a nice air-conditioned house just enjoying my work week. So without further ado, let's talk a little bit about what episode 15 is going to cover. So this is going to be a little bit different. Um, I posted on my Twitter, you know, do you guys have any questions that you would like for me to answer on episode 15? And a question came back about drafting. What position I like to draft and why? And what position I least would like to draft in this year and why. Please keep in mind, guys, that this podcast is a redraft podcast, a full point PPR redraft podcast about, sorry, episode of my podcast about where I would like to draft this year and where I wouldn't like to draft this year and why. So I'm really going to focus on that question um, throughout the majority of this episode. I'm also going to go into draft strategies. So kind of what where your mindset needs to be and what kind of list you need to bring to your draft to help you successfully dominate your league this year. Because you do not want to show up to your draft with a list of 250 players, first to 250, listed in order with no position spread. I will explain to you the type of list you're going to want to bring to your draft party this year. Because it is important. You don't want to just show up again with just a list of players. Because you got quarterbacks in there listed in like the top 20. And it's just, you don't want that. Okay. So I'll give you a draft strategy that has worked for me over the years. And I think it's going to work for you. If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's roll. Where you draft in this year's draft is going to be extremely, extremely important. Okay, don't let anybody fool you and say, oh, I don't care where I draft. Give me wherever I want to draft, blah, 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 blah. It's a total lie. My league has done something special, something different uh, for about the past five or so years because we all have been doing this league together. We're going on, I believe, our 16th year this year um, with almost the same exact managers that we had in year one. and we realize the importance of where you draft okay it is not just oh whatever give me any spot i don't care it trust me it is not and i'm going to tell you why as we get we move forward in this episode so what my league does is we actually pull names out of a hat so let's just say my name was pulled 
And I get to choose, because I was first, what spot I want to pick in the draft, 1 through 12. It's a 12-team league. So that means I would have first dibs at any pick. And you'd be extremely surprised how many times number one doesn't get picked. For example, I will never pick number one overall if I have the choice of 1 through 12. Okay, I'm not saying one is my least favorite pick, not at all. But what I'm saying is if I had first pick of where I wanted to draft, one through 12, I wouldn't pick number one. So now that I've said that, let's get to where I would pick this year and why. Okay, because this is one of the most important aspects of fantasy football. Okay, it's where you pick, but it's also how you draft. Okay, don't just go into your draft thinking that you want this guy, that guy, and the other guy. It's just not going to work that way. So I kind of broke down the draft. Um, I did a whole bunch of, you know, homework and studying and all this. And and I narrowed it down to pick number four. I would, I think my favorite spot as of right now, okay, because rankings change, my rankings change, consensus rankings are going to change as we move forward and closer, uh, further into the summer. But as of right now, I'm really loving pick number four four. Let me explain why. While I go through my, my my list of players, okay, I know that in the first round, okay, I have tier one running backs that I would like on my team. Those to me are the highest priority, especially in PPR drafts. Tier number one running backs. So I have four of them. So what that means is I'm okay with any one of these guys. That's why I'm picking at four. Because on the way back in snake drafts, which we do on the way back, I will have the higher of the four picks in round two. So if you're okay with like a clump of guys, whether it's two, three, four, five, six, always take that higher number if you can when you're drafting. Because on that turnaround, you'll have the higher pick in round two. So let me give you my top four running backs. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, and Austin Eckler. I am okay in 2022 drafting Henry, Taylor, Harris, or Eckler. Any one of those guys, I am thrilled. I am through the moon. That's who I'm targeting. Arby's tier one. So I'm going spot number four. So let's go ahead and break down the picks in which I will make in the four spot. My first three picks if I'm drafting at four, okay? Why do I want to give you the first three picks? The first three picks, in my opinion, okay, which is actually goes against a lot of experts' opinions. I think the first three picks are extremely important. I know many people say the mid-round picks. I agree. Mid-round picks are very important, but the anchors of your team happen in the first three rounds especially if you're drafting in the top four in the beginning or in the last four at the tail end because of that gap in between picks okay so the first three picks in my opinion are extremely important so if i'm picking at four i have pick number four it is a 12 team league pick 21 and pick 28 so i go back i look at my running back rankings because i know i have four guys that i want to pick from And I can pick either Henry, Taylor, Harris, Eckler, whoever's still left. Because I can almost guarantee you, because I know my dudes in my league. If you guys are listening, I know you. 
Okay, those guys are going to be the first four drafted off the board. This is a professional type league. We know what we're doing, especially in PPR. Running backs are of high priority. So let's just say I get lucky and Derrick Henry falls to me at four because I'm Derrick Henry's. I'm going to tell you right now is my number one running back. Consistent, consistent, workhorse, consistent. So give me the consistency here at four. Give me Derrick Henry with the fourth pick. Okay, that's a. Gr- I mean, would you be upset about having Derrick Henry here in the first round? Nope. So this is where I'm going to either win or I'm going to lose my league. Pick number two. Pick number 21 in the four spot. Again, I know this sounds idiotic, but the second round pick here for pick number four is extremely, extremely important. Because according to ADPs, when I look at the list of ADPs, I better be drafting a running back here in the second round. I already have my workhorse in Derrick Henry. And now on the wrap around on pick 21, I need to grab a running back. Because if I don't, I'm going to be in some big trouble in round three and beyond. Let me tell you why. So I'm sitting here, pick 21. I should be looking at my running backs immediately because running backs are slim. I can get a guy, hopefully, right? And that is who you're picking with. A guy like Leonard Fournette, James Conner, and then a sleeper um, that I absolutely love this year who's not shouldn't be a sleeper by any stretch of the means, especially in PPR this year. This guy's been lining up in the slot. He's been running, lining up at the receiver position. He's been lining up at the H-back position, running back, everything. Saquon Barkley, or I can get a guy like David Montgomery here at 21. But why would you take one of those guys with your second pick? They're not second pick. They're not, they're not good running backs. I mean, because if I take a running a wide receiver here at 21, okay, if I take a wide receiver here at my second pick, I can't pick another running back for six picks. So if I wait and take a receiver and then all those running backs I just listed come off the board, I am in trouble because you know who I'm dealing with there now? I'm dealing with guys like Miles Sanders. Brees Hall, Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edward Tolaire. Those are guys that I would find in the third round in the four spot. Miles Sanders, Brees Hall, Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edward Tolaire. I don't want those guys. Okay, so if I miss in round two and take a, run, a wide receiver, and then my tier twos and three running backs are gone in the third round because picks three, two, and one all drafted running backs after I took that second round wide receiver, I'm in trouble. Okay, you do not, guys, if you can remember anything from this episode, you do not want to get stuck, okay, with a faulty running back stable. Okay, fantasy football has been changing over the course of the last five, six years. Wide receivers, okay, there's a ton of wide receivers with value, okay? We're seeing that this year, we saw that last year, we're seeing it almost every year for the past six, whatever, seven years. Running backs, however, okay, are at a premium. Why is that? Because there's no, the the, the workhorse is a dying breed. The NFL workhorse is a dying breed. So if you have the opportunity to get one, you better go and get one. That's why I like pick four, because all the four of those guys are workhorses, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, 
All those guys are workhorses. Don't give me the Spiller stuff in LA. I don't want to hear it. Okay, Spiller's there just to, <laughs> a little pun here, to spill Eckler when he gets a little tired. He's not. He's going to eat a little bit into Eckler's production, but not to the point of where he's not still a workhorse. Three downs, okay? So give me the workhorse there. And then in round two, give me another workhorse. Give me a James Conner, right? Give me a Barkley. Oh, but he's going to get hurt. Barkley's value in round two, if he doesn't get hurt, is ridiculous, people. Giants are going to get him the ball constantly. And they're going to get him the ball in space. They're lining up at wide receiver. Guys, come on. David Montgomery, workhorse. Leonard Fournette, workhorse. Rashad White scares me a little bit when third downs because Leonard Fournette had a good PPR season last year because of his reception. Rashad White scares me a little bit, but I still like Leonard Fournette there in the second round. So give me that workhorse because if I don't get one of those guys in the second round and they, and they don't slip to me in the third round, which they may, but you're taking a chance. Then I'm stuck with guys like Miles Sanders, Brees Hall, Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, those guys aren't horrendous. I mean, I don't like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't always like drafting rookie running backs, especially in one that should be somewhat of a committee to start the year in the New York Jets. Miles Sanders can be decent. I'm probably higher on him than consensus drafts are. But again, I'd rather have Fournette, James Conner, Barkley, or David Montgomery over any one of those guys. Okay, now in the third round, okay, I got Henry, I got Fournette. Now in the third round, this is when I can attack a receiver. Give me a wide receiver one, okay? And if I have any luck, right, I'm hoping for a guy like Keenan Allen, right, here in the third round. I mean, he could drop. Tyree Kill could drop. Okay, so those are the type, T. Higgins, some, some people like that, okay? Because, again... I need a wide receiver one. So give me a wide receiver one on a team. So right now there are those list of guys. I love Keenan Allen. He's the wide receiver one. Mike Evans may even still be there, right? Again, it all comes down to who you're drafting with. But again, I have two of my workhorses and now I have a solidified wide receiver one. What would have ended up happening if I took a wide receiver in the second round is what I had, what I had a running back one workhorse, a wide receiver one, just like I already had in the three, but a wide receiver one at two. And then in round three, when I have to take a running back, I'm looking at a timeshare type running back, a Brees Hall, somebody like that. So that's why I love at the four spot going running back, running back. Give me two workhorses and a wide receiver one instead of one workhorse, one wide receiver one, and then a back that shares duties with another back at three. It's about touches in fantasy football, guys. How many carries, how many looks, how many targets are they getting? on a weekly basis because the more targets and the more carries equal more fantasy points. All right. So again, if I'm picking at that four spot, running back, running back, wide receiver one. So after that, okay, I wouldn't pick again till like pick 38. Yeah. Pick 38. Okay. So here, I've already had my running backs, guys. And I told you the wide receiver room is immense. There's a lot of wide receivers. Here at 38, guys, I could possibly still get my number one. I love Pittman. He's not going to be here in my league. I know that for sure. My guys are too smart. But if he is, man, that's a steal. But according to ADP, Pittman's there, Waddle's there, Deontay Johnson, Cooper, Cooks, 
And then one of my sleepers was even further down the list in the ADPs. I don't know why is Allen Robinson. So I could potentially be looking, according to ADP, at a team of Henry, Fournette, Pittman, and who else did I take? Who did I take at number one receiver there again? Uh, who did I pick again? Uh, Keenan Allen. Henry, Fournette, Keenan Allen, and Michael Pittman as my first four round picks, according to ADP. That right there, my friends, is a recipe to dominate your league. Two workhorses, two wide receiver ones. Bang. Targets galore, carries galore, potential upside of touchdowns galore. That's why I love pick number four. All right, so I love pick number four. Now, after this commercial, I'm going to get into a pick that I don't want to have. Where do I not want to draft in 2022? Be right back. Folks, there is no such thing as a fantasy offseason, only the pre-draft season. And here at Sports Ethos, the pre-draft season has already begun. Our expert analysis are churning out important lessons learned and draft analysis on incoming rookies so you can get a jump on your prep and will have incredible free agency and a summer league coverage as well. But only if you're part of our premium member team. Head to sportsethos.com now and click on the premium tab to grab a fantasy pass today. Seriously, just cook yourself one extra lunch per month because this deal is only $5.99. I'll see you there. So I love pick number four. And I hate this next pick that I'm going to let you know that you should avoid as well. If you can, of course. If not, you'll make it work by going to sportsethos.com, checking out my player rankings. Don't worry, I got you. This pick will be fine for you. But if I had the choice, I would really, 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 okay, like to stay away from pick number nine. Okay, and there's a few reasons why. I'm going to try to make this short. I know we kind of went into big time depth about pick number four, but for pick number nine, you know, you quite don't have that wraparound um, in round two, like a 10, 11, and 12 have, you know, if you're at spots 10, 11, and 12, you kind of have immediate return when you come back around and you swing back around. But like nine, eh, right? It's like, ugh, not really. Because you've got to wait an eternity for your third round pick, and you're still waiting even for your second round pick. So I really don't like number nine. Um, with picks 10, 11, and 12 in the second round and in the first round, you know, you're going to have a mixed match, you know, um, of Mixon, Swift, C.D. Lamb, Travis Kelsey, Diggs, something along those lines. Those are all anchor guys. But like in the nine pick in round two, you know, you're kind of looking at Debo, who could have a fantastic year. And he's probably the pick that I probably may have to take there if, if available, if all the other guys I just listed were gone. Um, Aaron Jones, um, you know, you're going to have to reach on a running back there. And then after you take that running back, because you're probably going to take a receiver in the nine pick, like uh, Devontae Adams or somebody like that. And then you're going to have to take a running back with your second round pick. So let's just say Aaron Jones. 
and then you wait a lifetime for your third pick. Okay, so I really, really, really dislike the nine pick. Give me 10, 11, and 12 over that nine. Eight's pretty bad too, but I like eight's potential in the first round because I love Swift. I'm going to take Swift earlier than most consensus rankings have him. Um, I love Swift there at the eight spot. Cooper Cup, you know, there's 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 guys there you can get in the top eight. I just don't like the nine pick because the amount of time you have to wait for your second pick, and then the amount of time you have to wait for your first, sorry, the amount of time you have to wait for your first pick, which is nine picks, and then the amount of time you have to wait for your second pick, and then wait an eternity for a third pick. I just don't like pick number nine. All right, guys. So now that you know a pick that I love and a pick number four and a pick that I'd rather not have and pick number nine. But again, if you go to sportsethos.com, follow me on Twitter, pick number nine won't be so bad. You will still win your league with pick number nine. Let's get a little bit into, you know, kind of the draft strategy. You know, how can you prepare yourself and what can you do during the draft? Okay, to make sure that you are are, are in position. Okay, to dominate your league. Okay, well, there's a few things that you need to do before you get to your draft party, or if you're doing it online, something you have to have with you is you need to have, okay, player rankings, but those rankings need to be separated by position. Don't ever show up to a draft, okay, and have just a list of, like I said earlier in this podcast, one through 250 and not separated by position. That's the worst idea because by like round four, round five, six, seven, you'd be like, who's gone? Who's there? Who do I need? What do I need? It's just, it's just messy. Make sure you print out a ranking, which is on sportsethos.com, that is broken down by position. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defense, kicker, if you have one. But never go into your draft eyeing and targeting a specific player unless it's the first round and you know where you're drafting. For example, in round four, I just give you my four list of guys that I want. Okay. I didn't target one guy. I was targeting four guys and I'm okay with any one of those guys because you never want to show up being like, I need this guy. I want this guy. I'm going to get this guy. Then all of a sudden that guy's gone. And then you're scrambling because that gets tough in the middle rounds, especially if you're on a timer, like my league does you panic. Worst thing you can do in a timed fantasy draft is panic. So make sure you know what position you want to draft in the first couple of rounds. Actually, probably in all of your rounds. For example, I know I want a running back in the first, especially if I'm where I'm picking at four. Okay. Anything later, I may decide, you know, in the fifth spot, I may go to receiver. I may go Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. And then a little bit later in the draft, if I want a receiver, go Devontae Adams. That's all my rankings. That's all explained. But know what position you want. Because the person that you listen to that says draft best available has no idea what they're talking about. The next thing that you need to do during the draft okay, is take note about all the other teams. Who did they draft? What is their position of need? Because if you know that majority of your league already has their, let's just say, three wide receivers, and they're still looking for a running back, you could wait a little bit, okay, on receiver because they're not going to need a receiver and they're going to stay on the board. But if you need a running back too, you better go and get one. 
So being aware of the teams that are drafting with you is extremely important because you do not want to be that guy, okay, that reaches for a tight end and then the next tight end comes off the board like four rounds later. That's a wasted pick. You could have literally have probably waited three rounds. Of course, if it's a guy like Kelsey or Andrew, somebody like that, you're going to take them early and that's okay because they're more wide receivers. But I'm talking like middle tier tight ends, tight ends that you're waiting on that you just didn't wait long enough for. Okay, so again, be very aware of your opponents. Be very aware of, of their draft strategies. Be very aware of what they're trying to do, how they're building their teams. And last but not least, this should be, this should go without saying, is know your point system, right? You don't ever want to go into your league like, oh, I didn't know you get minus six points for a pick six. Oh, is there return points? Do I get points for return yards? Don't be that guy. Okay, just no one likes that guy. Don't be that guy. All right. I got the, I got you. I promise I got you with the research and the lists, player lists. What I need you to do on your end to be successful is know who you're targeting, what position you're targeting, what round you're targeting that position in, and have a draft plan and strategy. If you need help with that, I am 100% down to help you. Just reach me reach out to me on my Twitter at jpsticko and I will help you formulate a strategy. Tell me where you're picking. If you're not sure where you're picking, I can give you a full summary about my top four or five picks for each and every pick of the draft, 12-team PPR, or anything that you want. I'll just do the research for you. But the least that you can do to prepare yourself is know the scoring system, get the things you need printed, get them printed, Portitos.com. Should be out within the next week or two. My rankings will be on there next week or two. Okay? So again, love pick four, hate pick nine, have a draft strategy, know your opponents. This has been a really, really, really fun episode for me to record because it was less um, front end work in terms of getting player stats and all this other stuff. But this was just strategies that I have learned just by playing the game of fantasy football, right? Fantasy football, don't listen to those people that say it's easy because it's not. And if it's easy, they're just in a crappy league. My league is not easy. I mean, we have some stud fantasy players in my leagues. And we have to grind. I grind. I grind and I've been grinding for 17 years to come up with the best draft plan, research my players, know what rookies that I could possibly target, where to target my sleepers. There's a lot that goes into it. So if you want another episode like this, more of a breakdown type episode, this episode was so much fun for me because this is just an experience. It's just me kind of throwing up all over the mic, uh, showing you, uh, letting you guys know, you know, what I have learned over the past almost 20 years now playing fantasy football. So again, if you want anything else like this, or if you have any questions at all, if I can help you formulate a draft plan, let me know at JP Sticko on Twitter. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure spending about 30 minutes with everybody here. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your work week. I'll see you guys a little bit later this week with episode 16. Peace, love, and fantasy football.